Welcome to Chaos Divided, your weekly dose of Wholesome Hammer, where we explore the hobby, the game, and the lore of Warhammer 40k. We're your hosts, Nurgle Snurgle and Blushing Noise Marine. This week, we're talking about the fresh, new data slate that just dropped today. Ooh, so fresh, just so hot. Today. So bear in mind, my knowledge is like Swiss cheese with this new data slate. Like I know little bits and pieces there, so... But, well, uh, I ain't no goon hammer. I didn't study this thing with no. intricate details. Um, but there's a lot of spice in there. And, there, mm-hmm. you know, we we, uh, we started on the pre-show. We were talking a little bit about this. We talked about kind of our own armies and what this will change for us. But I think um, looking at the whole thing, there's a lot there. But we got to start off with the quote, right? Yes. And it fits yeah. perfectly. <clears throat> well, that was unexpected. And that was from the last words attributed by Commissar Caiaphas Kane. Did I say it right? You got it right. First time. (gasps) There you go. (laughs) You're going to be speaking fake Latin in no time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Black Library is going to be hiring you. Oh, hi, Black Library. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I guess uh, to get started, what what did you think of uh, the data slate? How are you feeling coming out of it? I feel gleeful. I feel uh, like there's pop- like a Papa Nurgle smile stretching across my face. I'm looks not. Like, it looks too like upset. a Papa Nurgle brewed up a new uh, plague for you. There's some. Yeah. There's some new sickness to spread. On well, September the seventh of mm. all days. <laughs> little zinch. Little and on Nurgle. the seventh day, he went. Blessed be the Nurgle. <laughs> And we're talking about Death Guard and Nurgle Demons. Both saw their points drop, but of course, Death Guard is the biggest winner of them all. I think out of, well, Votan is up there too, and Tau, but I think out of most of the um, the buffs, I think Death Guard was blessed. I think... Death Guard are the only ones though that got like a new detachment ability, not just yes. like a buff detachment ability. Yes, not um, and not just points decrease either. Yeah, they, they got a gift, and yes. I think because really their detachment ability felt weak. Mm-hmm. The and now it does not yeah. feel weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels much much better because yeah. minus one to saves, uh, and then or minus one to weapon skill, ballistic skill. The minus one leadership or plus one leadership, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and minus one OC. Uh, that one's gonna be a little harder to play, I think, but still quite potent. Mm-hmm. And during the pre-show, we talked about um, when you get to select these abilities, mm. and that's at the table before you play, which is so it gives fantastic. you a little bit of tailoring ability, which is yes, very nice. And, and I think really like, um, you know, if you're going into a melee army. Uh, that minus one to hit is going to be very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, what, what did you notice right before we started recording? How, much, how many points is a bloat drone these days? A hundred. So you got, really, you got a pretty <laughs> fast-moving model mm-hmm. that you can throw at some shooting units to just absolutely crush Heather. So if you charged uh, a vehicle that has that ability, if they shoot out of shoot at all, they are minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. But they're also minus one ballistic skill. So you can take something that hits on three ups and push it up to a five up. Mm-hmm. Or something that hits on a four up to a six up. Ooh. That's, keep, keep, keep going, Laura. That's pretty you're, uh, you're, spicy. You're singing. <laughs> uh, are you, are you going to be whipping out that uh, Death Guard army anytime soon? I think so. Um, I did say during the pre-show that I didn't even bother looking at the new Death Guard for uh, 10th edition. Because, you know, when you hear enough people say Death Guard is trash, don't even play mm. Death Guard. They're what, what, what was their um, win rate? I don't know, like two percent or something. Oh, oh, two oh, percent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad, but it was, it was rough. I, I don't think you'd have had a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't want to invest my like time and energy into that, knowing 
very well that it was going to change. Um, mm. That was a lot of upset people. I know the Death Guard community was just like, what is this? Well, what they have got you it, done? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, this isn't quite right. Like, they got it wrong. Yes. And it didn't make sense. It didn't work. Um, yeah. And this at least shows, like, uh, points decreases only go so far. But at least changing the detachment rules is at least a bit of an admission of, like, hey, we... We done goof this. We're sorry. <laughs> yeah. And like, here's something fun to play with that at least like feels a little nerdily. Like, hey, just your very presence is going to, you know, evoke a problem for your enemy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not the fastest army in the world, but when you get there, your enemy's yeah. not going to be having a good time. Yeah. And you may not be the fastest, but you know what? Yes, we got all the points wrong. So we're just going to bring them down and you're going to play more on the on the table. Like poxwalkers are 5 points a model. I've got drawers of poxwalkers that need that's, to hit um, the table. <laughs> that's cheaper than cultists. Yeah. Cultists are um 5 uh, and a half models mm-hmm. or uh, 5 or whatever. And oh it's 55 points for 10. Whatever. Yeah, I can't do that math right now. It's late. Um, but yeah, that makes them cheaper. Yep. And then Mortarian coming down. Mm, I think everybody came it'd be, down. It would be nice to see Mortarian on the table because I think for so much of ninth, he was not in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, Plague Marines came down points, so they went from 20 to 16. Light Lord Terminators uh, are now 31. Uh, Death Shroud are at 125 or 250. Um, Hell Brutes are 140, so they came down Ooh. 15. And then uh, the Land Raider is 240, so it came down 10 points. That's cheaper than everyone else's Land Raider. Mm-hmm. It's a special Land Raider. <laughs> I'd say. So people are are looking at their list and they're seeing at least up to like 350 points decrease. Which That's is a, a lot. big chunk. That is another it, Mortarian, if you could. <laughs> that's a, a bonus Mortarian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I, I'm you know, and I'm happy to see Death Guard should be a vibrant part of of the meta because they yes. are an interesting. They're slow. They're methodical. They're a hard army to pilot because of that. Because being slow is challenging, mm-hmm. and they should be able to you know. Rock some socks when they finally get there. Yeah, and come in hordes. I don't see Death Guard as like an elite type of army. I see them like mass amounts taking over the table. Great unclean one with uh, Death Guard. Does that sound? You can bring two if you want because Great Unclean ones came down in points. Going from 280 to 250, baby. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. How do you feel about Nurgle demons? Uh, um, I I love that the points came down, hundred percent. I kind of wish that we could have got like a couple more abilities. Maybe I would have loved to have seen the beast of Nurgle come down like a little bit more. It went from seventy five to seventy, which is fine. It's okay. Um, I know that they're super annoying to have on the table, but it's super annoying to spend. 75 70 points on on a beast of nurgle i think the challenge with beast of nurgle is that some armies can't deal with them mm-hmm. yeah like um there's armies that either have to deploy like way too much to kill one and then yeah. there's armies that look at them funny and they disintegrate yeah and there's a lot of the times where also during interactions it's like is there even is it worth trying to punch a beast of nurgle no, let's just move on from this. And so uh, Nurglings also came down five points. So a uh, squad of three went from 40 to 35. So that's that's beautiful. What, what was the math that we did? Uh, six by nine, nerglings. which is very nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, 54. <laughs> it was like roughly 600. Was it 600 on the dot or? 630. 630. So yeah. you can see max Nurglings on the table. Uh, Plague Bearers came down from 145 to 125, which is, obviously, I would always want lower points, but I think that's very appropriate. 
Um, Pox Prayer came down in points, 10 points, which is also very nice. Who, um, uh, who made it through unscathed? Ooh. Who's your, your cavalry based friends that didn't? Oh, nice, uh, nice hint there to. <laughs> trying to guide Ooh, you there. The Blood Crushers. Not even looked at. I think, yes, their devastating wounds ability with their leader. Um, we can get into that in a little bit. Got mm. the nerf, but still doing mortals on that charge. If you do not know, Blood Crushers, when they charge, uh, you count for each model in that unit. They roll a die. On each four up is D3 mortal wounds. Spicy. In the charge phase, too. So get that into your Necrons that like to reanimate. And uh, with Blood Crushers, you want to multi-charge with them. So you finish off one with the mortal wounds and then you just deal the damage into the next, into your fight phase. So yes, they got unscathed. Same with Flesh Hounds, which is really cool. Um, the Skull Cannons also came down in points, which was my shocker of all of it. They're very I, good. Yes, I uh, I accept the Bellacore going up 25 points. I accept Shalaxi going up 50 points. I accept Bloodthirsters going up 20. And I think Lord Change is 20, 30 points. But uh, the Skull Cannons coming down, I think, was it 10 points? 15 points around there? That's huge because the skull cannons do battle shock really well. They just have to hit you and they force a battle shock test. And now that you have these, uh, that insane bravery has changed as well. And so I think mm. you're going to see multiple skull cannons in chaos undivided lists for sure. Well, and I've seen you use them just as like back objective holders as well. Yes. And you know what? Uh, they they always survive the entire game because everyone is focused on the big guys and they don't look after the skull cannons. But the the way you play them is you make sure that say if, if you have like a fast moving unit, say I've played the, with the seekers, the seekers move up onto the objective, they they tap it, and then the um, the uh, da, 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 the skull cannons shoot whatever unit is on that objective to make sure that they're battle shocks. I'll shoot with one. Okay, that didn't get battle shocked. I'll try with the next one. Most likely they'll get battle shocked and then um and then the seekers can uh hold the objective because they're now OC zero and that helps with secondary play, objective play, mm. stuff like that. So um if you can battle shock a unit to be OC zero, super powerful. Or I've played it where I know that you like to dump a bunch of strats into your Lucius bomb. <laughs> so, what? Who? who uh, my boy. I'm, I'm my talking lad. to you. <laughs> the actual you. <laughs> so during our our charity stream, and I saw that Lucius bomb come closer, hiding behind the the forge feet, or the sorry, the land raider, and I knew. I needed to strike it, so the first time Lucius, didn't work, and then the second time yeah. does not deserve this hate. Lucius did nothing wrong. It's not hate; it's just Nurgle's love, or I guess Corn's uh, love. Corn's <laughs> Corn's pretty full of hate there. That's uh, you know, credit where credits due. Nah, he he loves his skulls. How do you he feel about uh, Shalaxi? Shalaxi going up fifty points. It's it's. I know that it's fair because she. I is think super it's justified. Powerful, but when a model is encroaching on 500 points, I'm not a big fan of that. It's a lot. You know what though? I would mm -hmm. say for a 450 point model, Shalaxi is probably deserving of that. Yes. Yeah. Like if you think of like Shalaxi rips apart a big knight, and those are 500 points. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're you're not wrong. Like when I've played her, she deletes. Deletes, deletes, mm -hmm. deletes. Like, there's the, um, I think it's her snapping claws where it's her, her extra attacks. I don't use them because I don't need to. Her spear just goes straight through them, and then it's like, oh, okay, on to the next thing. <laughs> you want to hear the saddest thing? Uh, I played 
a game into Custodes. Yeah. And she'll actually attack Trajan. Yeah. And Trajan made all of his saves. <gasps> all Every single one. Every single forum. And Trajan did not die to Shalaxi. And oh I'm so sad. Oh my goodness. So she like all, impaled all it would have taken him, is one. lifted him up on this spear, and he just, just, he like, just removed himself. <laughs> he just like <laughs> slides himself off and then stabbed her in the face. Did did he kill her? Uh, he, uh, not that first turn, no. But he did eventually kill her. Wow. Yeah. And then died to Lucius. And she <laughs> died to Lucius's mortal wounds from when he <laughs> killed Lucius, then died, and then Lucius comes back with full wounds. So that's fun. You take this giant greater demon versus this little tiny pewter model. <laughs> Who, yeah, who's going to do it? there with like Shalaxi's like skull on like one side, and then just like just like looks over and stabs Lucius in the heart, and then is just like, wait, why am I now Lucius? <laughs> yeah, that's so thematic. <laughs> I love that. Um, but no, I, I think she'll. It's justified. Definitely, she goes from like an auto include to um, you know, you're you're. It makes it so that you got you don't just put her in a list because she's destructive mm -hmm. um but i also think the meta is definitely going to shift away from big shooting armies mm -hmm. i think you're gonna see more variety um yeah. i think eldar is gonna bring more melee mm -hmm. i think imperial knights are gonna bring more melee maybe not right away but it's gonna happen because yeah. the changes to towering are huge it needs to be discovered. Now, we talk about Shalaxi's point increase being 50, and then you obviously I sound like it's a bit much, but it's not Abaddon. I, I kind of question how big an increase this is. But it's also under the lens of, I thought Abaddon was really under-costed. Mm -hmm. But Abaddon's also got hugely nerfed from 9th edition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. From the wound cap to the to what he can do, yeah. Abaddon went from probably the, one of the toughest models in ninth edition to one of the easiest to kill epic heroes out there. He's tough five, four up invalm, two up armor save. You could put him with um Terminators, but you can't give Terminators to feel no pain anymore. Um Terminator's got a four up invalm, but three wounds so mortal wounds just tore them apart mm -hmm. uh and they're still only tough five so uh chaos terminators in ninth edition you give them minus one to wound so they actually lost a lot of survivability so having 15 wounds of terminators wrapped around abaddon didn't actually mean as much as you might think it does mm -hmm. um so it's really easy to lift him off the table uh he's still a blender he absolutely <laughs> rips the squads apart because he is also that sweet spot of like three damage attacks mm -hmm. and he can do a lot of them um mm -hmm. because he can reroll a lot of his hits he's getting critical hits on five up sustained hits on him is gross for your dark pact um and then you know he's strength 14 he's wounding almost everything on three ups if not two ups uh he's got devastating wounds so he does do a lot of damage um but 310 definitely takes him out of a, oh, this is an easy inclusion to a, like, mm, do I need Abaddon? Do I want Abaddon? Like, you know, if I'm looking at, like, do I take Abaddon for 310 or do I take Shalaxi for 450? Because I do think mm. you need a beat stick blender still. Um, but, you know, I maybe had a list that had both in them. <laughs> and I don't think you can run both anymore. That's super true. Yeah. You're looking at but, seven... 760 for just yeah. two models and i mean abaddon needs some kind of bodyguard and realistically i had been running him with a land raider so you almost have oh, half of your army dedicated to just having two threats on the table did you still run it with a hellbrute so i hadn't recently taken the hellbrute over the hellbrute's now 140 points 15 points less which makes it a little more tempting wow that's actually really tempting for what the hellbrutes do the only struggle I had with them is they're so slow. Mm. So they're an aura-based model that only moves six inches. It's very hard to keep up with a army. 
Um, so you're advancing them a lot, but you're not shooting. They're just there to buff. Yeah, and then but if they don't make the charge, you probably also can't be. It's hard to keep within that six inch. So you just ended up like I was either blowing CP to get it to advance and charge to go along with it, mm -hmm. um, or it just wasn't doing a lot and getting stuck. Yeah. Because if you roll a one on the charge, and so it moves seven <laughs> inches, and then I would say using a land raider to get 13 inches of movement out of another squad, like that Hellbrute's not keeping up. Because mm -hmm. if that, you know, whatever squad's in the land raider needs to also make an eight inch charge, like, no, it's not happening. So by the sounds of it, like, Chaos Space Marines got pretty neutral changes. Demons the got rest pretty of the neutral. List? No, actually, the rest, everything else went down. Mm -hmm. A lot of common things. So Terminators didn't go down. Uh, Havocs didn't go down. Uh, the Demon Princes didn't go down. But like mm. a lot of the characters didn't change. Um, but Warp Talons and Raptors went down actually fairly Ooh. significantly. Which makes them a little interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure Obliterators went up because they were redonkulous. Um, but Raptors are now 90 points for five of them. Warp Talons, five models, 100 points. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Venom crawlers are down to 120. That's nice. also quite interesting because they were 140, which was a little like, it's a little expensive for how um, fragile they were. Mm -hmm. But they're quite fast. Uh, rhinos down to 75 points. <laughs> Chump change. That's <laughs> It really is. To have something that can drop off a squad and then just sit on an objective. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. Because vehicles can now do secondaries. Can they really? Yeah. It's, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So like. There's no restrictions. You know, except for aircraft. Who cares if a but... rhino doesn't shoot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and exactly. uh, for those of you at home that maybe have realized this already, Chaos Rhino's got firing deck. So you can put noise marines in them so you can shoot two blastmasters out of a rhino. That has the mark of Nurgle, so you get sustained hits on a Blastmaster on five of them. Ooh. So that's six shots. Uh, hitting on fours if you moved, but exploding fives and sixes. Strength nine. Uh, it's minus two or minus three, and three damage each. That's crazy. That, uh, that rips through some stuff. So Absolutely. Pretty tasty. Uh, and then they're just in a Rhino, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think... Yeah, I think we should probably touch on some of the other major changes not involving the factions, and that's oh yeah, towering, devastating wounds, insane bravery. How do you feel about the change to devastating wounds? Um, obviously losing mortal wounds is really sad to see. I I. Honestly, I didn't like the interaction, though, when I played with Devastating Wounds. I didn't like saying, like, well, now you have to save this, but then there's Mortal Wounds as well. So there's, there's, it was kind of clunky in a, in a sense. It made it really hard to play, like, infantry armies. So, or just any type of, like, smaller units, because mm -hmm. it just took one Devastating Wound, you know, 12 Mortal Wounds from a Devastating Wound weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, actually, goodbye. Yeah, it was it was too powerful. And we all saw it with the Wraith Knights. So I like that it makes it more like, it's hey, this makes hit. you really good at killing the thing you were supposed to be good at killing. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you rolled a six. You don't get, your opponent doesn't get a save. You know, the railgun shoots the big thing and it dies. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Whereas mm -hmm. it's like, the, the railgun like pings and ricochets off of 15 guardsmen does not make any sense mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I, I like it overall I think it devastating wounds always felt a little wonky that, that's a little, yeah yeah 100 so I think it makes more sense I know it was kind of a way to try and bring the psychic phase back I feel like that's how it started and some of the right. like ignores involved stuff from ninth like, mm -hmm. railguns have it. Like, you know, Wraith Knights had it. Um, so it makes sense to do something like it. It's just... I like that just you don't get a save versus mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the biggest change is actually um, 
the changes to stratagems overall. Mm-hmm. Um, making it so that you uh, can't just make any stratagem zero CP. Yeah. You can't just duplicate any stratagem. Yeah, I don't know too much about that, only because I was never affected by that. Demons never had a free CP or anything like that. Um, so I like to hear that no one can do it <laughs> now. Well, I mean, if you look at... Um, so Imperial Knights used to be able to use their fight on death for free uh, yes. multiple times a turn. Like... So you'd be like, how do you charge them? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you interact with them? Because they're yeah. just going to kill your army. Yeah. So I think it cleans up a lot of those interactions. Um, just to sidebar into a, a different faction, uh, but it's still related to stratagems. They fixed Phantasm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do share more, Laura. How did they fix Fa- it? Okay. Uh, like, hey, I'm going to charge a Wraith Knight, a 500 point model, and it just like zoops away from you mm-hmm. eight inches. But wait, 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 come back, come back, come back, Wraith Knight. You're like, Knight. oh, okay. Um, I had a three inch charge, but I guess now I have an 11 inch charge, and yeah. I will just go like eat Nurgling. I don't know. Like. Yeah. But Laura, we just found out that Tyranids have that now. Yes, of course they do. <laughs> I mean, it's super strong. It's a, it's a strong ability. Extra movement yeah. is always huge. Especially um, for free. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if it's a strat, it's not technically free, but... Um, well, no, apparently Tyranids will get to do it for free. Leapers. Oh. Mm-hmm. That'll be spicy. Yeah. Um... And yeah, insane bravery. I think the change to insane bravery, yes, gigantic. I I haven't heard anyone say that's a bad decision. Everyone's been like, yes, that's how it should have been from day one. And it's just going back to what the original insane bravery was. Well, and it also makes battle shock relevant again. Like it, mm-hmm. it, the insane bravery that we had, just felt like a oh, you failed battle shock. Here's your one CP like tax, and mm-hmm. then. It's as if Battleshock doesn't exist. This is like a, like we were saying earlier, like popping insane bravery is a like, oh, this matters. This yeah. this is a pivotal moment. Like this is a clutch play. Like you need this to go off. You don't even want to th- risk dice here. You're just, you're doing it to make and sure it, you score the points. And best of all, it's once per battle. Which it should be. It should be a dramatic moment. It's literally called insane bravery. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's it's in the name. So true. It's in the name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Changes to ruins, I think, are huge. Um, I kind of like that they didn't include aircraft. Mm. So aircraft can still see through stuff. Mm-hmm. Which makes which sense. Kinda, they're, they... they're hovering. They're up there. They're... I yeah, and they'd um they've kind of nerfed aircraft for tenth, so I feel yeah. like this gives them a bit of a leg up. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I think giving towering that they just have to tow on to a ruin to see through it, I think is huge. Um, but yeah, because now we can see really... them if they tow yeah. on to it. Well, the thing is, you have to be holy within a ruin, but like knights can't really get holy within anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So this kind of fixes a lot of that awkwardness. And then, yeah, you don't have to worry as much about like, oh, I'm playing Imperial Knights and there's 35 million guns pointing at me. I ever so slightly misplaced this unit. So I guess they'll just die now. Mm-hmm. Can I just pick up uh, my models? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's definitely going to clean up a lot of the play. I don't think you're going to see Wraith Knights as much anymore. I'm probably I'm sure there's a bunch of people that have bought them that want to keep playing them, but they're definitely not going to be as oofy. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you also hear that like Thousand Suns went up as well? That makes sense. Um, I mean, I, I've said before. I think the way I play CSM, uh, Thousand Suns struggle with because I think they very much rely on um, either controlling the board and just manipulating their opponent. But they need their time and space to make that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they had a hard time with like fast melee armies. Uh, but I know a lot of armies struggle against Thousand Suns. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah. I think they changed Necrons. They changed a lot of the top performing units in Necrons, but I think Necrons had a lot more depth than that. Mm -hmm. So I have a feeling you're going to still see Necrons doing quite well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got like a little bit of a pass there. They're the but, they're the know, true sleeper agents. <laughs> it's true. Do you know who didn't get a free pass? Custodies. I have what? a feeling custodies are going to just plummet. Oh no! What happened to the custodies? So, well, the big one of the biggest things it changes to devastating wounds. Mm. Their four up mortal wound uh, feel no pain became a whole lot more useless. Right, because there's not there's not going to be as many mortal wounds out there way fewer it's going to be like uh, like blood crushers like tank shock like it's going to be stratagems and data sheet abilities that well, are. well i didn't actually primary... think about that so much because like yeah the um the only moral wounds that i can really think of the top of my head was um through devastating or blood crushers with demons yeah like the csm um demon prince with uh Wings has a similar like charge ability mm-hmm. that deals more. So it's going to be like stuff like that will still apply, but that's way less. So wow. um, I was looking at like if you think of like a combi weapon uh, that does like has anti infantry four up with combined with devastating wounds, that just is going to rip apart custodies now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the fix might be that they'll eventually get a four up feeling of pain, but then on, that'll throw them in the complete other direction again, and they'll be like unstoppable. Yeah, that four up feeling of pain is devastating. <laughs> or a five up feeling of pain or something, but uh, but combined with smaller squad sizes, huge points increases. Um, mm-hmm. I think Custodies really got taken down. How did you, like Space Marines or the Imperium do? I think Death Watch had some changes to their stratagems. There's a whole thing about bolt weapons. I don't know how Death Watch works well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I don't even think Death Watch players know how Death Watch works. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think overall they got off mostly unscathed. The um, the Nerf gun rocket launcher dudes got mm-hmm. limited to squads of fives. Just indirect fire is still super strong. They. And I don't think there's a way to fix it without breaking a bunch of armies that rely on it, like guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to limit that at least, so you can you can't have like giant squads of it. Yeah. Um, so I, Space Marines, I think, made it out okay. Gene Stealer cults got a pretty big nerf. Mm-hmm. They're not infinite anymore, which is good. <laughs> I don't know who ever thought infinite armies were a good idea, but. I, 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 I wouldn't mind it, but <laughs> if I can it have infinite nerglings, you know, I'm down with yeah, but that. Even you were talking about, you know, psychic awakening nerglings. You still have to roll a five up to get them. True. Very true. Yeah. You weren't even rolling dice. You were just like, oh, Gene Sealer Cult's just infinite. Literally, you cannot kill them. They keep coming back. So at the very least now, it's, you know, potentially as bad as a five up. That things will then when you kill something it'll actually die. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the other winner to the core changes is Overwatch. At least I think. Well, it depends a win. on which side of it you're <laughs> I on. I think it's a win. I think it's a. I think it's a fair win. <laughs> I have used Overwatch maybe once or twice this edition uh, because I have an army that's terrible at it. So. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like the changes to Overwatch are cool, um, but it definitely like over uh, advantages some factions over others. And I do like the limitations on it now. Mm-hmm. The fact like that, that Titanic also... can't use them and you have to well, see them. Yeah. Well, that just shuts out. Yeah. What was that? I listened to the Meta Watch video and they were just like, yeah, the intention was never like for overwatch to be used with like basilisks shooting from like you know a mile away and just like <laughs> guessing exactly where your our soldiers were going to be standing and it's yeah like, that's that checks out so what were your intentions then <laughs> it was supposed to be like what did they say you know like if you're in the heat of battle like you know you yeah, uh, you, you see you a react squad to running what's at you, coming, and you it's yeah. a snap like yeah it's a, like oh sh- like let's do something about this like ah, uh, 
and then <laughs> like hope something hits. Um, oh, Nurgle. Instead of the like, yeah. Instead of the like, um, oh, uh, those space marines are running at us. Let me just order an artillery strike. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That will hit immediately. Like, and success. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, well, because I think, like, even with a uh, guard, uh, if things didn't move, uh, they had lethal hits. So, like, you'd have a... If you rolled any sixes, then oh, they wound. were automatic Great. wounds. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> uh, we kind of talked about knights a bit. They they definitely uh, lost a lot of their um, scariest things. Changing it so that uh, the big knights don't get the bondsman abilities is huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Big, stompy, stupid knights won't be hitting on two-ups. Ugh. Are we rolling those ones? They might actually miss a hit. They might, they might actually fail to get an attack to a wound. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine an Imperial Knight not wounding with 100% of their shots? What a world we live in now. So glorious. <laughs> um, now, talking about a winner... Mm-hmm. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. Leagues of Votan. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> I feel like this is a bit of a just like we're throwing the kitchen sink at them because like Leagues of Votan are an awkward like they're one part space marine because they have like power armor and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they're also like uh, like guard, tau, they're, like they hit on four ups. Mm-hmm. So they're super swingy. Mm-hmm. And I there's a little bit of a like, hey, why don't we just throw enough judgment tokens around that your army will be hitting on three ups, but they won't actually be hitting on three ups, but they're going to be hitting on three ups because we can't figure out a way to balance this faction. Yeah. So it's a little, yeah. Where I feel like Death Guard, they went like, oh, let's rethink this. Let's actually add some flavor. Let's add some fun play. I feel like Votan, they're just like, um more what if it was just more and then there's more models and there's more detachment ability and just more and eventually they'll win a game i'm just picturing uh the scene from men in black with the the alien um about the sugar water and he goes more 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 sugar more space dwarves just more yeah, like uh, a couple of Votan players, or not a couple, but like at least one, uh, he said that his 2k point list came down 440 points. Well, there's probably people out there that can't actually field the 2,000 point army anymore. No, I'm actually doing a, uh, a commission uh, job for a Votan, um, 2,000 points, and he's he messaged me today, so he's like, um, so they came down to like 1760 so i need to buy more votan but i can't afford that right now so um i'm probably gonna wait till the <laughs> codex comes out <laughs> oh my god so he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna stick around with 1500 points i think I'm, I'm good for that with that for now so yeah it's a little unfortunate like death guard and tau were probably also there's definitely some players up there that were like oh yeah i yeah. have enough to feel well i uh <laughs> i bought that guard army it's not 2000 points anymore <gasps> I don't have 2,000 points for the guard anymore. Did guard come down? Yeah. And that was a lot of... Whoa! So maybe you'll see guard. So so we kind of said this, this during the pre-show, but I'm really excited to see the next couple weeks and months of games because you're going to see people start to bring out their, their armies and play around mm. and see what's there. I think I think you can kind of feel the shift in in the the meta, I guess you could say, from oh you have to auto take elder knights just to even play now to like you know I'm gonna kind of have a look around to see what this uh, the towels oh riptides down how many points well that's kind of cool oh death guard you got a new thing going on hey baby how you doing <laughs> I uh, yeah I think um, I like to play like a very armored like castle Tau. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's going to be great, but I think it's at least viable now. Like, I think you can actually play a game with it. Longstrike's only 140 points now. That's nuts. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's a 30% or 30 point decrease. Um, Sky Rays are basically uh, strength 14 las guns is what is mounted three like three las guns mounted on the top of them mm-hmm. uh that are minus three d6 damage like Damn. they're very potent and they're 130 points whoa back uh, the uh, breaks what <laughs> uh actually and if we start seeing more like death guardy infantry uh, armies out there i think that any of you tau players look at the ion cannon option for a hammerhead that's going to be spicy hmm because you can, uh, you know, with Koyun, you're getting your sustained hits. You're getting a lot of shots at minus two, three damage a piece. That rips apart Terminators. Yeah. And Hazardous is way less uh, destructive now. So you're not just going to blow it up yourself anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, I think there's a lot more play in some of the not just like lone operative stuff in Tau, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, overall, I think this is definitely going to be, it's going to be a huge shakeup. I don't actually know the only like top end faction I can actually see holding on is Necrons. Cause mm-hmm. again, I think there's a lot of play. Um, I think Eldar, um, are going to be harder to play cause a lot like fire prisms are 170 points now. So doing the like three fire prisms, um, just controlling half, like, and the shooting through them thing at mm-hmm. you know five over five hundred points for three of them, that's a lot harder to justify now. For sure. So you know, I think Eldar are probably still fine. I think they're still going to be a higher end faction, but I think they're going to be a harder skill cap. Mm-hmm. Which is good. They should be. Eldar are meant to be a glass cannon. Play them well and win, and play them badly and die. Well, and it's evidential. How many GTs did we see? And it was all top seven. Is six of them are Eldar and one is something else. Like uh, how many GTs were top six and all six were Eldar? Yeah, exactly. That means like your last like two rounds were probably your top tables were all Eldar um, against Eldar. Mm-hmm. That's how fun for anyone involved. Not even the ones winning. Like no. I- I get why you're doing it, because who who doesn't want to be at the top? The, the, the people that want to be on top, they're going to be on top, because it's that's that's easy mode. Um, no, but all the, like, Eldar players that love Eldar because they're, like, space elves. Yeah. Like, they didn't ask for this. Yeah, and then they're the ones coming to the table and be like, this is the only army that I have, and I really like it. Please don't hate me. I win. Like, I had 3,000 <laughs> points of Votan yesterday, but I can't feel that anymore either. <laughs> yeah. It's only 800 points. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think the only thing that really does matter in this all, like, yeah, you're going to hear some grumbles from Eldar or Knights. Doesn't matter. They've had their 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 sunny sunshine during the summer, but it's, it's the Death Guard, the Votan... The ones who are at the 20-30% win rate mark, that's who really matters in this. I want to see everyone that said, I don't want to play 10th edition because my faction got stomped on. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for a codex maybe see in two or three years. Yeah. I'm looking forward to them coming back. I want to see them have some great games. I want to see them have some fun games. And like, I don't think you need to stomp. I don't think you need to crush your opponents to have great games, but at least be playable. Yeah. Like... At least be able to come and see your army do fun things, roll some dice, have a great time. Uh, we didn't talk about Admech. I think, I don't know Admech well enough to know exactly what the points changes mean, but I know mm-hmm. they got a big haircut on it. Uh, and I know there was some changes. They got a bit of a better armor save. So I'm hoping Admech is also, like, again, playable. Um, yeah. Because again... People put a lot of time and love into their army, and they should be able to, like, able to play it. Mm-hmm. And not just lose turn two. Yeah. Or even even before going to the table. Like, what I said in the beginning. Like, how everyone said they're just unplayable, and I don't even bother looking at the rules. And I'm mm. sure a lot of people probably did the same. They just went online to see how their Death Guard or their Votan were doing. Oh, they're not doing that great. Well, I'm not going to waste my time trying to make it work. 
Like these experts that know how they work can't even make it work. Why? Why even? How can I do something? But now there's there's some play in there. And you know what? Kudos to the folks that were just like owning that like 20-25% win rate. Yeah. And were like carrying it out to like prove the point, like respect. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Arcs of Omen was pretty terrible for uh, my Emperor's Children list. Mm. You know, I think CSM went down to a 30 odd percent win rate and Emperor's Children were even worse off mm. than that as a sub-faction. It sucks to kind of be at the bottom end of things and to know you're not going to really be able to win. So like respect for holding out and like, you know, we talk a lot about loving the army, loving your lists, loving like the lore and the aesthetic and, and really beyond like the meta or the competitive scene like loving the army that you're playing mm-hmm. and you know respect to all of the folks that have been on the bottom end of things and just absolutely eating it and still showing up still playing still having fun like 100%. you're the mvps of this data slate yes you made it through you sledged through the summer you made it it's the first day of school you're looking great kid with your new haircut <laughs> And, and let's hope it was all enough so that this we're not just sitting here being like, oh, actually, Death Guard's still a 25% Because that would be horrible. We'll be eating our words in a couple of weeks. Ugh, yeah. Um, but no, I think, honestly, any shakeup is good. I mm-hmm. like every army I've looked at is like, okay, you're going to have to play it differently. And that's good for the health of the game. You know, we yeah. talked a little bit about this last week, like, you know, how do metas get baked in? It's through repetition, it's through understanding, and I think this is enough of a change that lists that worked yesterday don't work as well anymore. And you're going to have to rethink it, and you're going to have to be a little more creative and find different combos and find different ways of putting your list together because realistically, like, it's probably not the most efficient way. And, you know, that's exciting. That's good for everything, and, you know... Death Guard players, maybe go buy some more models because you probably need them. <laughs> Same with Votan people. <laughs> and Votan and Admech and Tau. And, yeah. Um, honestly, a lot of armies probably need more models now, which is also fun. More models, more so, play, more fun. Overall, I think this is, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, yes. it's a positive change and fingers crossed. I think it, uh, yeah. It gets us closer to where 10th could, can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything there that people are, like, really upset about. I think it's all been, like, accepted, nodded, and be like, yeah, I think I think we're there. I think, like, we, we've talked about this. The underlying mechanics of 10th, I think, are fairly solid. Mm-hmm. The If you're getting away from some of the top factions, the games were very, like, cohesive very back and forth like good games that build stories you things you can talk about because it's that you can't predict it from turn one you're sitting there turn four like oh i don't know like who's gonna win this it's like down to the secondary draws it's down to like Mm -hmm. the dice like those are those nail biter games that you remember that you like talk about you tell stories to other people about like oh this is what happened and people like oh wow that's ridiculous that's awesome Mm-hmm. Like, I think 10th has a lot of that capability in it. And I think we just need to peel the onion back a bit and, you know, figure out how to get everyone into that space. Mm-hmm. Because I think that tougher, more objective-focused uh, addition is a ton of fun. Yes. And Chaos are... Actually, I think Chaos Demons might end up... They were pretty close to the top. I have a feeling they were getting a, up there, weren't they? <laughs> I think there's a lot of play in Chaos Demons, you know. There's uh, always a lot of play with Chaos Demons. Nurgle, Snurgle, major winner. I can see it. What? Major, major. When are we going yeah. to a major? I don't know. What Somebody major invite us to a major. To? Yeah, we'll find one. If you, w- or we'll host if, one. If you invite me. And pay for everything, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring my demons and I'll win. <laughs> there we go. But I, I come with Laura too. 
Ooh, I'm included. <laughs> it's I, like a tumor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. No, no, I'm kidding. No, like, like. Not even a mutated tentacle, just a tumor. Just an old, boring tumor. No, you want to be a tentacle? You want to be a sucker? That makes it sound gross. I don't know if I want to be that either. <laughs> I don't know if I feel great about that. No. You want to be my my pus ball? Uh, this is getting worse. No. Okay. <laughs> this is unpleasant. Um. All right. Well. Well, that was a this is a, a short one, but I think it was very much well needed that we needed to short one. It was out. an hour. And there's a 45-minute pre-show that goes along with this that's the same conversation, but slightly different. Laura, our last couple of episodes have been over an hour, so... That's true. <laughs> this is short for uh, our, our our standards. There's two hours of us talking about the the meta changes, the, the data slate changes. Uh, I think that shows, though, that we're both excited. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a great future going forward. And with that note, I want to thank you all for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to Chaos Divided, both here and on Instagram and YouTube at Chaos Divided 40K, where you can find our two pre-shows now, and you can find us on social media at Nurgle underscore Snurgle and at Blushing Noise Marine. And until next time, bye bye Ciao for now.